All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. This is Sam Spin the one and two. Jonas Clark producing 1 800 707 9760. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail. That is Zing Zang. Don't forget to go to your local liquor store uh, where you can pick up and try out their new pre-made alcoholic ready-to-drink drinks. Or you can just stick to the mix and add your favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports crowd. All right, so before we go on... uh, couple other things uh yeah so shout out to the bills who really got it done uh you know that again that sets up the Kansas City matchup uh so yeah I think New England's gonna have to upgrade at the wide receiver positions obvious obvious uh you know again he's gonna have to spend his whole offseason figuring out how you stop Josh Allen in this legs and defense he's got to go in the lab to get that going because that's who they're chasing now that's two straight years that Buffalo's won that division after losing like 18 straight or whatever it would be and that's three straight games I mean they've kind of beat them now four out of the last five games pretty much. Uh, so that's the case. Moving on, Cincinnati Bengals break a drought. They get the first playoff win like Ooh. in over 30 years. Uh, you know, their head coach, Zach, actually presented the game ball to a local bar down in Cincinnati. Actually just walked in and said, I told the city I'm giving them a game ball. Here you go. I said, all right. You mean the excitement of your first time is always good. There's another coach, like I said, going in his third year, hit that leap, now they go. But I put to y'all in the docket, Harjit, I think Joe Burrow – and what he's done to that franchise and his moxie and his confidence. I mean, the guys showed up with them tent shades on. The ones that people try, they cool, but they're like, right, nah, he man. He's letting you know. He's yeah. letting you rose yeah. colors. Yeah, those are those rose ones. Colors. Rose colors, huh, Harn? Yeah, he, he's one of those that you, those yeah. guys, those glasses people wear, like, oh, you call, no, man, it's prescription. I got to wear these. No, man, you try to look cool, man. <laughs> Joe, Joe showed up one of those. Joe Burrow, Joe is a guy that yeah. he, he he's what you want to happen when you draft a quarterback one overall. When he comes in and changes yeah. the 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 the, uh, the perception and the mindset of the organization, I still stand by what I said last week. I don't really expect I could be wrong, but I don't expect a deep run to the Super Bowl by the Bengals just because of youth. I'm from that cloth that hey man, experience is gonna catch you one way or the other, but you're headed in the right direction. But props to them. I mean yeah. the Raiders. Props to them and they all the adversity that they faced all year long uh, just didn't have enough. You know, came down with a whistle, her blow, this and that. You know, came down to a last possession uh, to try to tie it or take the lead. But props to Cincy. They're moving on. Um, and I believe that takes them. Cincy will play uh, the winner of um, – who do they got next? Who does Bengals got up next? Help me out. Who they got on the uh, next I fall? got it. I just – I just forgot exactly because when the you Bengals said it, are going to play the Titans. Okay, so Bengals and Titans. So Bengals yeah. have to go to Nashville. That's an interesting matchup. The way things are playing out right now, um, you know, of course, and again, we'll have all we can talk about this, but when you look at who's left now getting past Wildcat re- Weekend in the AFC, it probably, to me, it really does set up for the Titans because they got two games at home and they're the one team out of the NFC and AFC that has basically won all their big games this year when they came up to it. They caught L.A. when they were hotter than fish crease. On, on the road, beat them. They, Buffalo, they, they've won games that they've had to win. So that goes. But props to Cincinnati for getting it going. Jamar Chase still 100 yards. Uh, you know, he's going to be special. We're watching something that's going to be one of the best probably to do it. Um, you put up these numbers as a rookie and you consistent in your first playoff game. You still get a buck 15, 17. You're special. Uh, but just the moxie. I think also with the unit that's getting looked over with since, since we talk a lot of Joe Burrow 
Harge and Jamar Chase is the defensive side of the ball. They 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 can play some oh, defense, yeah. man. That, that defensive end was on the backfield the entire time, and I didn't realize he had that many sacks. I think his name is Hendrickson. And Hubbard was in the backfield quite a bit. They they are a talented football team. And then you look at how the game ended. You know, we've been talking about how – I know I'm bringing it back to the Cowboys, and I'll get from that. But <laughs> when you were talking earlier, you were talking about the back end. They're missing playmakers in the back end. Cincinnati has people in the back end that are making plays when they have to. And that's why they continue to move forward. Joe Burrow has brought a lot of swag – a lot of uh, charisma to that team. And the things that he continues to show me every single week are the things that you want to see in a young team. Every week he makes you believe, hey, you need to get to this point. We're going to do this. I like playing in big games because I like championships. And when we get championships, it changes the way people look at us. He said it after the game. They did the interview. He said, "This is cool and all, but we got a bigger, we got yeah. bigger prizes ahead of us." Yeah. You know, this is what it's all about. And every time I watch this person play, Joe Burrow, that is, I sit and I'm like, "This dude is unflappable." Don't forget, he was sacked the most in the NFL this year, hmm. and he didn't even care. Yeah, he just keeps dropping back and trying to find plays and extending plays and 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 going off kilter. Kilter to be able to make things happen for this team. Joe Mixon didn't have his best rushing game. You know, there were some plays that they didn't get everybody involved, but Tyler Boyd came up big. Um, um, obviously, Chase was doing his thing. But every time Trey Hendrickson is the dude's name, that's the that the, the dude that always getting all the sacks, the defensive end. He's one of the top three sack artists in the NFL right now. I mean, you, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like he's a household name of, around the nation, but now he is. Yeah, I agree. So props to them. They're moving on. Um, like I said, Kansas City, they send Ben home packing. Uh, as everything that all the reports and the way Ben's acting, the way Tom's comments that were made in the post game, this is in the road for Ben. Uh, Pittsburgh, you know, you pick up a fumble, running back by T.J. Watt. I thought this was going to be to something. I think early on, Ben's a lot of Ben's receivers kind of let him down a little bit, dropped some balls here and there. It was hard for Juju to get back in the flow as often as he's been. Uh, but take it back to Kansas City. I mean, without their running back, they find a way to go ahead and still do long runs, short passes and stuff. And I can't really, you know, next week is really when I'm going to find out how far along this Kansas City defense has come. You know, Pittsburgh and what I saw in Ben toward the end of the season, what I thought I saw him in this game, and I've seen this firsthand, okay? Quarterbacks, there's only one quarterback in my lifetime that I can, well, there may be two now. Uh, speaking of Tom Brady's one of them. But before him, before Tom, there was only one quarterback. And I think even Tom is a little bit, you could tell, but sometimes he had some ones that had fire on there yesterday. Um, in my lifetime, there's only one quarterback that I've seen that hasn't really lost velocity on their ball going to the tail end of their career. And that was the guy of Mississippi and Mr. Brett Favre at number four. Other than that, man, let me yeah. tell you, when you're a veteran quarterback with the resume that Ben has, I don't care if you're a Super Bowl winning quarterback, Ben's a first-time ballot Hall of Famer, but when defensive coordinators that make seven-figure-a-year money, when they have a week to prepare for you, even two weeks, it doesn't matter, even a few days, when they know that you no longer have the arm strength to throw the ball deep and they take away the sideline from you, that is hell. That's dead in the water. That's, fi- that's shooting fish in a barrel. 
And that's I saw it happen to Peyton Manning in his last year with Denver. That year they won the Super Bowl. Their offense still struggled. Peyton couldn't throw the ball to it. The, the historic defense is where they got it. Yeah, the ball I, was right, ugly when Peyton was right. throwing it. It couldn't even spin No, right. <laughs> it was bad. It was like, hey, that's it. I saw it to Phillip Rivers last year. Colts had no deep balls and nothing like that in their arsenal, in their playbook. Why? Because of everybody knew that Phillip didn't have the arm to throw it. You couldn't stretch the field. That did Pittsburgh in down the stretch. I believe Mike Tomlin was ready to move on from Ben last year, and that is going to be a very intriguing offseason for Pittsburgh on what direction they go for the quarterback position with who's out there. We know Russell has already said reports over the weekend he's open to options. Pittsburgh could be an option for Russell, in my opinion. Even if they have to sell us, trade him. Seattle's going to want to trade him out of the NFC if they have to do it. Pittsburgh, Deshaun Watson, I believe, would be in play with with Pittsburgh. You look at those, uh, Pittsburgh and Saints are two organizations that I believe are ready to compete for titles now that are going to be interested in the quarterback position with what could be with these free agents move. I don't believe Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere. I don't think he ever was going anywhere. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is an option. But that's my thing with Pittsburgh. Very intriguing offseason. I think they're a quarterback away from basically wanting to get back to where they want to. They've got a championship-style defense. It's just you defense stays on the field that long, hard. You know that. You get fatigued, but they're a quarterback pretty much away, you know. Um, yeah, they were talking about they really was looking at uh, DeWan Haskins. They were talking about him. I saw a report last night mm-hmm. talking about how Mike uh, Tomlin has been looking at him. And they've been working with him a lot. Yeah, They made it the situation where they went and got him and, and brought him in. He learned under Big Ben. But it's going to be between him, Mason Rudolph, and possibly uh, a draft pick. I, I wouldn't be so shocked, though, to your point. You got to look at what team has the most trade value if you're going to trade with Seattle for Russell Wilson because they still own his rights for a few more years. Right. And he, remember, because, yo, Seattle, we got a deal. When he woke up in the middle of the night with Sierra, letting you know that it was locked in. You know what I'm saying? He let you know back then I'm locked in. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be one of those that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But, um, you know, the other one that we didn't touch on yet was really basically Tom, Mr. Tom Brady, getting another playoff win at his age. Oh, man. Get another playoff win, man. No starting running back. Leonard Fournette didn't play. Uh, The only thing I would say out of Tampa Bay, they left out kind of beat up out of that game. They looked like they lost a couple offensive linemen. His center got hurt. Philly, the question I have for them, Harge, do you think in Philly, do you think that they're really – I know what their coach said after the game, but do you really think the front office and behind closed doors, you think that they're ready to marry Jalen Hurts? Not yet. I think there's still some time for them to work on that. The biggest thing for me is Jalen looked hesitant yesterday. There were guys that were open, and he just didn't have that zip on the football you know, Devontae Smith, why weren't they focusing on trying to get him the ball a little bit more? Because he was open. Jalen Rager trying to receive that punt early in the game, change the momentum of the game. But let me just say this, and a lot of people have talked about Tom don't have this, Tom don't have that. Remember, Tom didn't have a lot in New England. We Every year we were talking about how why Tom don't have a big play wide receiver. Tom don't have this. His best player he ever had was Randy Moss. That was the top wide receiver. But what did he have? He had Gronkowski, and he always found a way to get the ball out. There was a stat last night I saw on ESPN. They said he was getting the ball out in 2.3 seconds. 
Mm. You can't get to him if he's getting it out that fast. Yeah. That's like a catcher throwing the ball to second base with a pop time. He's just catching it and going. Hmm. So those are the type of the things that, and by the way, he was drafted by the Montreal Expos as a catcher coming out of high school. Just FYI, a little something wow. to know. Nice a little something fact. to know about Tom, Tom Brady. About Didn't Tom Brady. That. Did not know that. That's some interesting yeah, yeah. stuff there. Yeah, um, yeah, but he gets it done. Yeah. They're moving on. Uh, they get the he winner. Does. They get the he winner does. tonight, which we'll get to that shortly and break that down. But let's go back to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Cowboy James. Cowboy James, you're on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760, 1300 The Zone. What's up? They're moving on. Uh, they get the winner. They get hey, the winner James, tonight, James, 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 James. James. Hey, what's up, guys? Come on, James. You're a veteran, man. Stop listening through the through the radio, man. To show you, come on, man. You call here a lot. You're supposed to be ready, man. You know that. Now go ahead. Uh, yeah, you look, my, you look like bad, you man. look like that last possession last night. You look like that. Like you ain't practicing <laughs> enough. That's what you look like. <laughs> what's up, James? What's, what's up, I hear man? you, man. I hear you, man. Uh-huh. Say, I, I can't do nothing but accept, man. I can't do nothing but accept. But uh, yeah, I, I'm just now tuning in, guys. Sorry about that, man. Mm-hmm. But um, I know y'all probably covered a lot of this, but I got a couple of things, man. Uh, the penalties, man, they, they killed us, man, for sure. I mean, how do you get two back-to-back false start penalties? You at, what, second and four? You end up at, what, second and 14? Then I think you got sacked. It turned to third and 25? Oh, mm-hmm. man, come on, man. But, mm-hmm. hey, another thing, you know, I, I got to talk about that accuracy problem, man. I got to talk about that accuracy problem, man. How many balls did he leave short? A whole lot of them, man. A whole lot of them. And, you know, Stephen A. brought up a good point today. Who's in charge on that sideline? You know, when you go to your Belichick, your Sean Payton's, and your Avery, you know who's in charge. You know who made the play call. You know who made the decision. When you look on the Dallas sideline, when when a critical situation, I don't even see I don't even see Mike McCarthy moving his lips. I don't even see him talking. You don't know who's in charge over there. And 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 your last caller, uh, Mike, you know, talking about my boy Zeke. Hey, I know he's probably lost a step, but Tony Pollard is not a five hundred, three hundred fifty uh, carry a year back. You know, he got the little sketch to the outside. But when he comes a featured back, all they're going to do, defense is going to move to the inside and, I mean, you know, cloud up the outside where he got to go inside. I don't know if he can run between the tackles and the, and the center and the guard uh, 350 times out of, out of a season. I don't see it. And, and my last point before I go, Cal, last point. Yeah. Next year? Uh, we better go find uh, some 350-pound country-fed lineman. That better be our first pick, and maybe that'll solve the Dak and the Zeke issue. That's all I got, man. I love y'all, man. All right, James. Let me hear what you know. All right, man. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I mean, that that goes back to what I'm saying, addressing the offensive line. They got to go back to it. I don't know if necessarily it's going to be the first-round pick. It goes back. When you talk about Zeke and you talk about that, this is the problem, too, that we'll kind of get into when we get back and get into our Cover 3 Monday Night Football Playoff Edition preview. But this is the situation that this team, the Rams, are coming into tonight, that Dallas is knocking on the door and being in that boat. When you shell out this money, and you basically sit there and go one and done or not make the playoffs to get there, 
windows start to close and you look around. Because right now with this performance yesterday, with the some expectations, Zeke's contract looks bad. Amari Cooper's contract looks bad. There's a lot of things, and that's why I think, Zeke, if, if you're sitting there and you're Jerry and I don't have this much time, you have to really look at to see, like, do we need to make some hard decisions that are not based on how many jersey sales we sell in the Zeke? How many, whatever, do we have to look at and say, how do we get out of this contract? How do we get out of Amari's? Because if you have all this money, then you all of a sudden you go look at the cap situation, be like, what do we have to show for it? And that's the situation that this L.A. Rams team is tonight that I believe that probably makes this game really a 50-50 game because of the pressure and the expectations of what they win. No draft picks. Going to get all that. That's the other thing. But but definitely they've got to address the offensive line, James, in the offseason. That's going to be definitely one. And the point you're trying to make about who's in charge on the sidelines or whatever you say Stephen A. said, well, I can tell you right now, that comes down, that's Jerry's problem. That's Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones' problem. You don't think that sleepover that Mike McCarthy had when he slept over in the bunk bed the night that he got the job in Dallas, there wasn't structure talked about like, hey, this is what we we've got somebody killing on. You know, we had the number one offense. I like him make the plays. And if there's anything, else, Jerry structures that. Steven structures that. So, yeah, so who's in control? No, it don't look like anybody else's sideline because no other owner really operates like that, in my opinion. When we get mm. back, we'll get into mm. our cover three Monday night football matches so we can put a bow on this uh, wild card weekend. We'll talk about that. Your Spurs are in action as well, too. We'll give you an update on uh, day action here on MLK Day. You listen to the Sports Crime. Today's show is presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Harbaugh Harge here. Let me tell you about the great folks over at Cover 3. Doug Young and Matt Dotson had a vision of creating a restaurant that you can have the ultimate date night, happy hour with coworkers, or just wanting to hang out with your friends while watching sports. They have great food like Doug's Reuben, the best-selling Allendale salad, or my go-to, the Jerk Wings. They have chef specials that start on Thursdays and run through Sunday. The brunch is amazing over the weekend. Cover 3 is the place to be. Go to cover-3.com for more details. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Man, why Sam keep doing me like that, dog? <laughs> <laughs> All right, back here on the sports grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. Sam's been the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760. And this next segment, all right, is going to be sponsored by 
the who's a oh the LaHood Law Firm. LaHood Law Firm. Keep in mind they have 82 years of combined experience. All right, they can help you in any type of legal matter you find yourself in, a criminal, whether that's, you know, uh DWI, probation violation, or white collar crimes. You can reach out to them. The most important thing, they'll give you a free consultation as well. That's the LaHood Law Firm, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. All right. So, um, before we get into our uh, Cover 3 Monday Night Football Playoff Edition breakdown, let's go. Uh, first of all, before we go to the phone, let's get some interaction where we got Jonas in Twitter World and uh, Facebook Streamline. What do we got out there from the people? Yeah, so we have Sauce on Twitter. He said, you know, as a Packers fan, I have the appropriate fear uh, and healthy respect for the Niners. If there was ever a script for Rodgers to exercise his postseason demons, it's now. Uh, beat San Francisco, then Tampa Bay, and win the Super Bowl in Cali with his unvaxxed status. It's on hmm. him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's all on. I'm putting all the pressure on him, man. He's got two games to get there. He's got to win it all for me. I mean, as much love Aaron coming off the obviously he's got to win it all, and you damn sure don't let him lose Saturday night. I don't care if it's a bad man. Don't let him lose Saturday <laughs> night. That's all I'm going to say. But what else we got, Jonas? Well, we have Jake. Jake was checking in uh, last night. And uh, he said, let me call in tomorrow. So we're looking for you out here, Jake, uh, and drop all kinds of F-bombs. Send me the fine, and I'll add it to my list of bills I don't pay. <laughs> I think he's pretty frustrated about the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a whole fan base uh, that was disappointing. That was just long look on the face or really thought for anything. Hell, I was even looking forward to possibly eventually seeing a Green Bay Dallas. But I just knew that this was one of those that, you know, even if they would have got another opponent to lather up against before you face a 49 in a matchup or that, to get that out of cold turkey and being out of the playoffs for the last year, it was just like, and you could tell the 49ers and Mike Shanahan, I mean, Kyle Shanahan coming from his daddy, Mike, the one thing they're good at, they script their first 15 plays, man. And I knew that opening drive when they took it down there and shoved it 7-0 and you had some of them red in that crowd going, I'm like, yep. It's going to be a long one, man. It's going to be a long one because it's one of those that they here to play, and it's one of those situations that it plays out like that. So he felt a lot of people that want to drop some F-bombs with them yesterday. They had five plays in that opening drive, 10-plus yards. Mm -hmm. They had 10 Mm -hmm. yards a pop at one point. And yak, too. 10 yards a pop. Yeah. It's my bike, punk. It's my bike. My mama gave me that chain. I don't care. Get the hell out the way. Get the hell out the way. We're going to the next round. We yeah, have, we yeah. have Chris yep. Hernandez out here. Guys, is this is this mentality starting to sit in with Dallas Cowboys fans? What sucks, he says, that we're so used to losing. Same song, or same dance, different song. Well, one of the you know, I start thinking, no, one of, you it's know, not. I'm, I um, told you I'm emotionally distressed because of it. You know what I'm saying? I keep getting sucked into it. You keep getting yourself, hey, I think this is the one. This is it. We're going to do this, girl. We here. Mm. I knew, I knew you was the same one. I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or they could just be saying, hey, like, you know, I was listening to some Anita Baker over the weekend. You know, that one album, she's underrated for the most part. But Anita Baker, that I'm giving you the best I got. Why aren't they just giving us the best and this is who they are? Like, they're just a team that, you know, right? yes, they won in the 90s. But you know what? If they make the playoffs, they play in a division that somebody wins it different or they can die. But they get to the playoffs and what? maybe this is just who they are. Maybe this is just who Dallas fans, they got to go to their grave with that was still living in the 90s, that this is just who they are. We don't know. What do we got on Facebook Live before we get our cover three? Giving you the best you got. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah. really, really a slippery slope there, guys, when you start to accept yourselves as losers. So I'd, I'd be careful about that. I can True. tell you a thing or two True. about that one going yeah, on. You're Cleveland fans. Uh, Michael, yeah. Michael out here says, Bully ball, baby. Of course, Parsons had his yeah. uh, bulletin board material. Do you guys think that had anything to do with uh, what kind of the no. motivation behind the Niners? Not no. really, but it didn't help. I mean, not really. I mean, like I told you when he said it, they were coming out and, and teams play, even though they tell you they don't pay attention to that, coach is going to use anything possible to do that. So I'm not going to say, no, that was it, but it didn't help, though. It we'll didn't help. We'll squeeze one more in here before we go on to cover three guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Adam Longoria. Of course, he's really ready for his Titans to get into action. He said, Dak ain't that dude. And Brian Tannehill had all this firepower and gets bounced in the first round. You would blame all this on him. Well, first of all, what we're not going to do is put Ryan Tannehill in the same breath as even Dak. I mean, I think Ryan Tannehill has played good. He's in the right system. He is a running game. They are a run-first team. They don't ask Ryan Tannehill ever to throw 30, 40 times a game. So I understand he's going to – Lagoria's steady going to fight for his Ryan Tannehill love. Like I said, that's fine. But he's he's not – Ryan Tannehill is who he is. He's in the middle of the pack of quarterbacks. He's an average quarterback. And that's pretty in a good situation. Let's leave it at that. Before we get into our cover three, let's go to the phones real quick. Let's go to Charlie. Charlie, you on the sports grind here on Ticket Seven Sixty and Thirteen Hundred Zone. What is what's up, Charlie? Cal, Mike, hey, thanks for uh, talking me back from Dallas, man. I went to the game for my birthday, and unfortunately, I'm making this drive back. I'm off to Rockin' with y'all now uh, since two o'clock. But I wanted to talk about uh, when I was leaving Dallas. I heard some of Dak's comments about the beer bottles thrown at the players and beer bottles being thrown at the refs. And uh, he said about the beer bottles thrown at the refs, he said uh, credit to them, as in credit to those fans that threw the bottles at them. But I want to talk about who he should have given the credit to, because as you know, after the third quarter, uh, beer sales are final. So all these empty plastic beer bottles uh, that were being thrown from about 20 yards away are being thrown by people paying about two grand for their tickets. And uh, I'm sure they were throwing them with more than 50% accuracy, which I saw Dak do yesterday. And uh, I think uh, one other thing, man, I want to say is that uh, I think that Jerry Jones already changed the keys to Jerry World and uh, to the star in Frisco. And I think he should give them to Dan Quinn, uh, the new ones, just like you said earlier, man. But all right, uh, man. Disappointing, but but uh, yeah, San Francisco just punches in the mouth. All right, Charlie. All right. Um, first of all, I did see Dak's comments. I saw him body language live. Um, I saw him when he said it. Emotional, caught up. I don't agree with him. I mean, you don't. Really, I, mean, I think he said it kind of tongue, tongue in no, cheek. No, you don't say that. But yeah. anyway, there's no place for fans where they paying two thousand dollars a ticket or whatever to throw items on a field. Like the one thing I do believe, nobody. There's no Dallas fanatic. There's no fan that feels worse than Dak Prescott or anybody on that team. That's just the way it is. I mean, I understand fans get passionate, but throwing things, threatening, nah, that's just, that's classy. And I don't really like those comments by Dak, but he said it tongue-in-cheek. That's one of those, if you read it, you'd be like, damn, he's really condoning that. But it was one of those tongue-in-cheek situations. But anyway, all right, so to our Cover 3 Monday Night Football Playoff Edition between the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams, this is Harge and I's Super Bowl pick in L.A., um, let me tell you this. Uh, Cardinals have leaked major oil going into the postseason. Um, you know, J.J. Uh, Watt is going to give it, I guess, a go. I don't even know how many snaps you can get out of J.J. Watt. He's a body. What is the deal with DeAndre? Is he out of this game? Is he pretty much done for the year? Is he out for the season, Harge? Have you have you heard anything? Hopkins, yo, Hopkins, yeah, he's done. He's done he's for the year. He's done. done. Okay. I mean, so he's yeah, done. So you yeah. get J.J. coming back. This is the deal. There, I Look. There is. I'm not going to try to dismiss the pressure Arizona's under either, because pretty boy out of Lubbock got a gig with no experience. 
Hair looks good. Everything goes on, you know, because he's sim- he he was resembling to the guy on the other side of the field. You know, they hung out with each other, so now they face off. He's got to get over the hump, and he's got to win a playoff game. Now, the thing is with Colin Murray. Colin Murray, this is two years in a row that Colin Murray looks like, he, you know, when you hear college players try to get adjusted, go and play in the NBA, they talk about the long season. Like, damn, we only play 20 games in college. Colin Murray for the last two years has looked like he's not used to playing this many games. He has got he has wore down toward the end. He doesn't look as sharp. Now, this year had a little bit to do with injuries. I'm going to tell you this right now. The pressure on Matthew Stafford and the L.A. Rams is tremendous. And there is pressure for Arizona, but I don't think it's the pressure of what's on the Rams. And playing divisional opponents in the playoffs is tough. When you see it three times, now this team, the th- last time they played, Colin Murray looked bad. They looked bad. They lost. They won the first time they played. The one thing is Arizona's been a good road team, the be- one of the best road teams all year in the playoffs besides the last month of the season. But the key to this game is, is that the Von Millers of the world, Aaron Donald, are they, can they come up with a plan to contain Colin Murray in the pocket? And can these other receivers in the running game of Arizona, can they put enough pressure on the Rams to keep stay in this game to have a steal in the fourth quarter? Matthew Stafford has not looked that great in the last three weeks of the season. He's been a turnover machine. What are you looking for tonight in tonight's matchup, Hart? Well, you've talked about it. It's a lot to do with the defenses. You know, I've talked about the over-unders a lot this year. The last time they played on December 13th, it was 30-23. to 23. The, uh, the Rams beat the Cardinals 30-23 in, in Arizona. So they've already made that trip, and now they're sitting here trying to figure out what's next. If they're going to SoFi, home of the Super Bowl. This is an opportunity for them to get there. And to your point about uh, Cliff Kingsbury, I don't think there's a lot – that they can do with Cliff because think about it. He's still in the playoffs. He's made the playoffs. They're, they're, in, they're up at the top for the battle for the division. They've done a lot of good things. But at the end of the day, where does that stop? I think you got to look at your boy Vance Joseph too. Hmm. How is he going to focus on this offense of the Cardinals? Because Kyler Murray does not like to get hit, if you notice. He will get yeah. down. He'll slide, he'll duck, he won't let you get uh, clear on him. And you have to – my biggest thing for for the Rams to do is if they're not going to get to Kyler Murray, be at the line of scrimmage because he can't see over the line of scrimmage. He creates those lanes for himself so he can find that area. Keep him in front, make him stay in the middle, and if they can do that, it's going to be a long night for the Cardinals. James Conner is supposed to be playing as well tonight. Okay, he, he, he's he got to contribute. They're going to have to try to run the ball somewhere. This is a tough secondary. Jalen Ramsey, uh, what they've got to face. What is, you speak of J- Vance Joseph. We had a good practice today. We practiced well. God, I got tired of hearing that. Yeah. Like, Come on, brother, man. I want you to get this job, brother, in Colorado. But damn it, stop telling me about good practice. But Vance Joseph, yep. um, what again, Cooper Cup. Somebody got to look at him. Somebody's got to watch him. Don't leave him alone. But I'm just telling you, Stafford, who has not won a playoff game yet in his career, was bought. They said golf wasn't good enough. That's what that trade was about. Like we've got a talented roster here. We don't. We got a talented. Golf is not the guy to get over the hump. Matthew Stafford. He should have one playoff win because he got screwed in Dallas in that Detroit game. They showed a highlight of that game earlier. I was like, Come that on, was a, man. Hard. That was a horrible non-call, man. But anyway. That was a bad call. He's yeah, zero bad, bad. playoff wins. 
the pressure gets on the back. The fourth quarter of this game, because look, the Rams are in a situation where they ain't got no picks, no first-round picks. Cap hell, big cap. Okay, you took Vonnell, you got Aaron Donald, all that. You, it's now. The window's now. You got a young coach, right. one of the youngest ones in the game, but the window is now. And if you go one and done and lose to your division rival, oh, man, that's going to be tough, man. I, I'm no. not feeling good. I made, This made the foundation play. I had it in the card this weekend. We put it out there yesterday. Cardinals plus four. I mean, within a doubt, this is a 50-50 ball game, and usually within a doubt, take the points. I would not be shocked at all if the Cardinals win this outright because I believe the team that we've seen all year from the Cardinals is a team that's going to show up at SoFi tonight, and it's just going to be – it's just going to come down as L.A., the Rams, are they on their game or not. That's what I really believe. They, you don't win that many road games. I understand they leaked oil, kind of what they did, but I think the mentality going on the road, they're definitely a better road team than they are a home team, speaking of Arizona. Um, do you want to add some, General? Yeah. Just that when you look at the McVeigh versus the Cardinals record, he's undefe- or he's got one loss. He was undefeated entering this season. His first loss to the Cardinals was in October. Okay. okay. So was that with Colt McCoy as the quarterback? Timing. It could, good, good question, it might, Harms. Yeah, maybe. good question because you know that's another thing why I've really kind of leaned in Arizona night because they're the one team, they're the only team in the league, NFC, AFC, that won two games with their backup quarterback. What happened to them down the yep, stretch? I don't yep. know. I think Hopkins, Justin, without him, the did deal. But I'm telling you, man, Kyler Murray looks like Kyler was quarterback. Ky- Ky- Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. Kyler Murray just looks like he is right. like it's a long season, and I'm running out of gas. And the other team kind of goes, but I think they'll be ready to go. Uh, you know, tonight. Now, Rams are a Super Bowl pick. I mean, I'm not gonna pick anybody super. That's who I who I have. Not feeling good about it coming to this game, and that's based off of Stafford's play. But is it? But is this the defense? There's enough money over there. I mean, this should be the defense that could carry them. You know, if Cooper Cup has one of them games and he yep. gets locked up, which we haven't seen it really too much this season, that's the thing. But if Matthew Stafford doesn't protect the ball tonight, they're going home. They're going home. If he starts turning the yep. ball over, they are going home within a, without a doubt. They're going home. Uh, uh, well, you all right, man? You got breathing problems? I just hate – I don't know. Because, uh, uh, I, I mean, I'm still – I'm still <laughs> got PTSD from my man – uh, losing the game for me in my fantasy football. He gave me two points. Who was that, Stafford? He was in first place all year, Stafford. Oh, yeah, you had him two in. Two points. And you know what, Hart, that was your MVP prediction, too, in August. You had to yes. predict him in August. Yes, Um. Yeah, man. Yes. But you know what, Stafford. Because I thought he was going to be able to work with the GOAT. I, you know, McVay, yeah. this is it. To what you just said, you got rid of golf because you thought yep. this was your piece that you were missing. Yeah, and I, and Wrong. I, yeah. Well, you know what, he could come out tonight and light it up, but it's going going to be interesting and the winner tonight goes to face Tampa which I think either one of these teams is going to really be tough for Tampa based off of their health I don't know what the status is what their offensive line is going to be there's it's going to be tough to win against either one of these teams I mean Philly you know got things together and found a way to make some points in the second half they just didn't have enough firepower but either one of these teams win tonight going into Tampa that's going to be some firepower that's coming in as well tonight so, um, again, NBA action continues to roll on. Your Spurs are in action, uh, MLK Day action. Your Spurs are in action night against those red-hot Suns. We'll see what happens uh, tonight with them, uh, if they're able to make that two in a row, uh, one over the Clippers and over the Suns, and we'll break it all down tomorrow and get into the recap of tonight's wild card game as we put a bow on that. 
other than that, that is a wrap. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mike Hards, Mr. Sandspin, the one and two, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, before you hit the snooze button, before you're out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow.